The Bible is more than the history of God. It's His story. And here to show you how God can contribute to your story is your host, Barbara Culver. Well, hello once again. I hope you've had a great week. I've had a great week, but this week has been kind of, I don't know, I call it funky week for me. Uh, Just a lot of things that I think about and ponder on and you know, when you get to be my age, you ponder about life, what life's going to bring to you. You see the consequences of past life, past things that you've done. I do that every week because I don't want this podcast to be a reminder of who Barbara Culver is. I want it to be a reminder to you of who Christ is in you, the hope of glory. I want you to see the value of having the Word of God in you. Today I'm going to take you to a passage, one of my favorite psalms. I have a lot of them. I have a lot of scripture that are my favorites. Of course, everybody knows that Nehemiah 8.10 is my scripture. It speaks to my heart. It speaks to my soul. That's the joy of the Lord is my strength. And that's where I draw my strength from. It's his joy, not mine. Because life doesn't always bring me joy. But he does. But today we're going to Psalms 19 and verse 14. And that verse says this. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. It was many years ago that I started praying that verse, but I would also add at the end that I might not sin against you. Because my words, my thoughts lead to my words, and my words lead to my actions. And my actions sometimes cause me to sin. And so I I try to take that verse in my life and make it real 
I want people to know that there are times in life when you sin, you don't mean to, but you do sin. But it's the Word of God that will bring that sin to revelation to us. You know, I was listening to a pastor the other night. And he said something very interesting, which I tell people all the time, and they kind of look at me like, you're not real. But anyway, I tell people, they say, I'm a sinner saved by grace. I'm no longer a sinner. I don't see myself as a sinner. And guess what? God doesn't either. A sinner, by definition, is someone who is lost. They don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. They don't have a relationship with him. But Paul refers to those who are believers and followers of Jesus as saints. Now, I'm not perfect. I don't ever do things perfect. I don't even talk perfect. And I've been told that a lot too. But in God's eyes, you see, when he looks at me, he sees Jesus. So when he hears my words, are my words pleasing to him? How can I make sure that my words are pleasing to him? Well, that goes to the meditation of my heart. What I fill my heart with is what will come out of my mouth because we're told that in Proverbs. So I have to fill my heart with the word of God because it's the only truth that I have in my life. And friend, it's the only truth you have. I can assure you of that. You won't find truth anywhere else but there. Now, in my life, I have learned that I have to give him all of the glory. I have to see what he's doing, know what he's doing, and believe what he's doing. And sometimes I have to believe that even when I don't see it. And I can't even imagine what he's doing. But when I go to the Word of God and I read Scripture, I learn that it is by his grace that he shows me these things of how he works in our lives. But when we think about our words, our words and our thinking fit together. What I think about is what I'm going to talk about. And I know there are some in my family who, you know, really get tired of me talking about Jesus. That's okay. I don't. You get me on the subject of the scripture, 
I can talk to you for hours. You sit down and have just a mundane conversation. Then I kind of get lost in my words. Because you see, I include Jesus in my mundane life. And how do I speak words that please him? I believe it's when I speak kind words to people. I don't downgrade them. I try to upgrade them. I think it's pleasing to Jesus when I simply ask questions about how does Jesus feel about that? How do you know that you're walking with him? What is one way that you can give to me that shows me you really love Jesus? You see, all those questions have answers. And guess who is the center of them? Christ. I think it pleases Jesus when I sing to him. You know, I know the worship songs, and don't get me wrong, I love the worship songs that they sing. It took me a while to get used to them. Some of them, I kind of, it's not that I don't like them, because I do, but I get tired of the repetitiveness. But I love the old hymns. Of course, I love them because that's what I learned to play on the organ. And believe me, that came by the grace of God. That's a whole nother God story. But I love the old hymns because they speak to my soul. And I think when I sing to him that I have victory in Jesus, that pleases him. Because he knows that I believe that. When I sing in the garden, he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. That pleases God. I believe it pleases God when I study the word and then I go out and share it with people. Because that's the Great Commission. We're to go and tell about Him. And what He has commanded us to do. To teach people. To teach people the importance of His Word. And how valuable it is in your life. And to teach people that God's love, you can't even measure it. It is so fulfilling. Pleasing thoughts come with a filled heart and a mind that's filled with the truth. Who is the truth? 
Jesus said he's the truth. But that truth that we find from Scripture will lead us to a speech pattern that has pleasing words to God's ears. I tell people all the time, and I have to tell myself all the time, the sweetest words to Jesus' ears other than I believe, forgive me, is help. I need you today. Do you need Christ in your life? You put him in your life. And you'll find out the more you need him, the more you need of him. I can't do without him. And I want my life to be pleasing to him. I may not please you, but that's okay. As long as I please him, I'm fine. And in eternity, that will be a reward. Because I've made him the core of my thoughts and my speech. Try it this week. See what you can glean from let the meditation of your heart be acceptable so that your words will be pleasing. I hope you have a blessed week. And until next time, bye for now.